Hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Alicia Shanice Reviews. I am your host. It's your girl, Shanice, coming back at you with another podcast. We are on episode 132. Happy Super Bowl Sunday for those who are watching the game today. And today's topic is Power Book 4 Force, episode 2. Y'all already know what we're about to do over here. We're about to get into it. We're about to break it down. And we're about to dissect this shit right here on this beautiful Sunday. I don't have any church announcements. Uh, Just we got power every Sunday as always. We got snowfall returning. Big Sky about to come back. Queens, the season finale comes on this week. So I'll be recapping that. I want to get a documentary recap out. We will get that out next week. I want to do another movie breakdown. So we got things coming. You did. We got things coming. But we're moving a little slower than what I thought for February. But I got some things going on with this masterpiece I am writing. This novel. It has been taking full range this week. So while I'm in that writing bag, I have been slowing up. So please forgive me. But as soon as I'm done, baby. We're going to talk about it. We're going to talk about it. Um, Don't forget, you can always follow me on my social media platforms. Facebook is Alicia Shanice. Instagram, Alicia Shanice Reviews. If you want to email me, Alicia Shanice Reviews 13 at gmail.com. Once again, you can always inbox, DM, or email me for any requests you have that you would like for me to recap. Give me a couple days to get back to you, and then I will get your request out within a week. It could be a documentary, which I love to break down. I love all documentaries. It could be a TV show. It could be a movie. And it can even be a music album. So hit your girl up. I promise you, I do not mind. You can hit me up even if you just want to say, what's up? Even if you want to give feedback on the pod. Um, That is pretty much it. Do not forget, I made all of my music playlists public exclusively on Spotify. All you got to do is type in Shanice Loves. And you can come into my world where I do some dope playlist. I have a playlist that I write to when I'm writing my book. You can check that out. I got 80s, 90s, hip-hop, R&B, blues, um, neo-soul, elevator music, country, gospel. I got it all because what I tell y'all before, my music ears is a long range. But That pretty much sums it up. Let's get into the show and talk crazy ass Tommy who we love over here. Y'all know, one thing Shanice gonna do, we support 50 Cent, baby. We support 50 Cent. We support the brand. Shout out the Fifth. Shout out to Courtney Kemp. Shout out to stars. You know what I'm saying? They is doing the thing. And I'm gonna let y'all know right now, I'm gonna give my rating early in the game. Episode was a 10. Fire. And we're about to get into it. So sit back and enjoy. We will do a recap. We will play the trailer. And then I'll play a sleeper. So on that note, let's get into the show and talk Chicago. Power Book 4 Force. Yeah. Let's get into it, baby. One mic. All I need is one mic. One mic. One mic. 
is Shanice, and she's the one. Her name is Shanice, and she's the one. All right, so last week for the premiere, shout out to Star. Shout out to 50 Cent once again. They broke records. They broke records with this show. Records that Stars had never beat before. Uh, Fifth, you know, he posted it on his IG, Greenlight Gang. And, you know, this show broke records. And I'm here for it. I think this is going to be one of my favorites. Y'all already know. Y'all already know. And, and for, you know, who all is new to the platform, welcome, welcome, welcome. We hope you're here to stay. But y'all know what my favorite is. My favorite is Power Book 3, Raising Canaan. Because, you know what I'm saying? I love that 80s, 90s era. I love that Jamaica Queens era. So, that's my favorite but i think this will be number two because this hey man so this is episode two king of the goddamn hill when jp receives unexpected an unexpected warning tommy comes to his aid determined to lend a helping hand tommy approaches a local dealer proposing a business arrangement but their introduction takes a turn for the worst so it was a lot in this episode. It was a lot. It opens up and we see Tommy. He's smoking on a Perfecto. Standing by his car at sunset. At the river. Beautiful scenery. We see him looking at a picture of him and Lakeisha on his phone. And we see early on that. You know, when power ended, Lakeisha's death hit him heavy. But remember, Holly's death hit him heavy, too. But we seeing with Lakeisha, he had finally got that closure, like that family that he always wanted, somebody he thought to have his back. And we see it is hitting him a lot worse than what we thought. Lakeisha meant a lot to him. So we see that he's really heavy with this. And... That's why he want that payback on Tasha so bad. But if Power would have kept going, he probably would have killed Lakeisha himself when she found when he found out she, you know, turned Wissack and signed those witness papers and she was about to take off. So who knows? But we see he loved Lakeisha and it, this shit hit him heavier than what we thought. And it's it's playing a toll on him. It's playing a toll on him. This was like his wife, and you know, Cash was like his son. He had finally got that family stability he always wanted. Tommy always wanted family. He he felt Tasha was his sister and Ghost was his brother. You know, he always wanted a secure family. That's why he took Teresi in uh, so close. But, you know, that's enough of a history lesson because I got to get to another history lesson because we got a original power character come back this season. So we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about the girl with the sky. So it goes into the next scene and it goes to like a bar club and we see it gets shot up and they lit that thing up they lit that thing up and it goes back to tommy and he is looking at a picture now of cash and you know we just seeing you know how he is missing his family i'm wondering if cash is going to make an appearance in this show um tommy finally had the family he always wanted like i said before so he gets a call from his brother, JP, and he goes to the bar. 
So we see it was his brother's bar. Well, actually, it was his brother's father's bar who was who's who's been ill and he has been taken over. And this is like the third time it's been shot up. And just like Tommy, he is alone. His dad is sick. He never knew his mother. His grandmother is in a nursing home and his ex-husband won't take his cause. So they uh, put that out there earlier that his brother is gay and, you know, he was married to a man and he asked Tommy straight up, like, is that a problem for you? Tommy like, no, ain't no problem. An ex, and his, an ex is an ex. So Tommy throws him 10 bands to get by, just to get by just to get by and tells him he has a way to you know let money make the money and he got a plan and he takes off so he rolls up got that pop smoke beat playing in the background and y'all know 50 cent was a mentor to pop smoke and i just was like that's dope that's dope they had that pop smoke uh playing in the background and he pulls up at a building that's for lease. So we don't really know what that building is at this time, but we find out later on in the episode. And we go into the next scene, and we see Walter Flynn. And I kept calling him Finn last week. I'm sorry, y'all. Flynn. We see Walter Flynn, the big boss. He's in his office, and he is listening to a message from his doctor saying he needs more lab work done and he almost passes out but Vic rushes in and we see you know that Mr. Flynn is sick he tells him like you know I don't want this to be like it was with mom we can you know resolve this early get you some help but we need to tell Claudia and his dad is like nope no one can know no one can know what's going on and when i do do my transition you need to be ready because you are going to be the one in charge you're going to be the one to take over and you're going to make me proud so whatever you're doing what you're messing up you need to get it together because you will be the one who who will take over you will be you're going to be the number one guy and we see Diamond, he in the boxing, you know what I'm saying? We see he was a former boxer. You know, he used to box before he got locked up. He even had the belt in one of the pictures. And, you know, we see him hitting that little boxing ring looking good and shit, you know what I'm saying? And he up in there and his brother, you know, they kind of like talking because, you know, he'd been locked up for 15 years. He was in charge. And, you know, since he's been locked up, his brother has been running stuff. And they kind of going back and forth about how the game didn't change. His brother is telling him, like, look, we need to use the little young boys. These my little young niggas. They, they you know what I'm saying? But Diamond is more like, look, they reckless and it's bad for business. His brother is trying to tell him now how the game changed. And it's, you know, the last 15 years, them, them, them old days, they gone. Diamond trying to school him. And we see that's going to make a major play on how they both want to run the business with on how the season continues to go. So we also see in the next scene, somebody is actually dumb enough to run up on Tommy. And then we see is Liliana with that damn scar from season one. Episode two, when pink sneakers sliced her up in the elevator. Let's go back down memory lane. Remember when, you know what I'm saying, Tommy canceled Christmas in the original power. And when Kanan was locked up and he had pink sneakers going around putting them hits on everybody. And they sliced her up in the elevator. And Tommy wanted her dead, but 
ghost, you know, was going through his thing where he wanted to go all business clean. He was trying to get out of the game at that time and, you know, maneuver more in truth. Him and Tasha had went on that date and she like, you want to keep a girl happy, pay her off. And, you know, he had Julio give her some money. So now we see she has been into in Chicago this whole time because really, we never really knew what happened to her. Tommy ended up finding out later on that Ghost didn't kill her like he said, and she kind of disappeared. So she was more up under Julio, and we see she's in Chicago, and she, she didn't got kind of bossy. I'm like, man, when, remember she was a little frantic and scary a little bit. She was a hustler, but shit, she was a little bossy. Shit, up there trying to knock Tommy down, he punched the shit out of her. <laughs> Kicked her, punched her up like damn, Tommy. Woo wee. She bossy. She bossy. So um Liliana's character is definitely gonna be interesting this season. We see Gloria is getting out the shower and Vic is there. And we see they actually do love each other. She tells him she loves him. And one of the most things she loves about him is their loyalty. But we see the problem with their relationship is she is black and she is not, you know, Irish blood. And, you know, his father wants him to marry a full Irish woman. And that happens a lot in mafia families. Like it happens with the Italians all the time. Things have changed as the years have passed, but when the mob was at its strongest, they always said, you know, you should marry within your bloodline. Um, Italian men always wanted to marry a full-blooded Italian woman. You had to be fully-blooded Italian to be a made man. So it's not, you know, just races or anything like that. It's to keep the bloodline going. It is what it is. Um <clears throat> But Vic is not, you know, he doesn't want to go by the old protocols. He loves Gloria and that is who he wants to be with. And we see that that is the problem within their relationship. He really loves her, but we see on that it's the father that doesn't want them together. <laughs> so we see that she's probably getting tired of the game, running back and forth, uh, being on the low. So she didn't got a piece of Tommy. So she's kind of digging him too, but we see she does have love for Vic and we go into the next scene and we see Tommy rose up on CPI. Him and Diamond, they finally meet. Diamond like, this the white boy you was telling me about shit. <laughs> and we see the young boys is ready to let loose, let off at any movement Tommy makes in the wrong. They watching. You got the boys outside watching. You got old boys standing there at the door. They ready for any wrong move. They ready to, you know, knock Tommy head off. And he opens up the bag and, you know what I'm saying, it's the money. Now, Tommy came to make things right. Diamond, he's paying attention. He's paying attention. They're getting acquainted. He, like, he used to be a boxer and shit. You know what I'm saying? But his brother, he ain't feeling it. He like, you stupid. You should have kept the money. But Diamond respected it. This is going to be, they, they crew need some reorganization because the young boys, they only taking orders from Jay, Jay, uh, Jannard. When, when Diamond tell them to let, you know, lay low, put them guns down, they like, nigga, who the fuck is you? We take orders from Jannard. So it's going to have to be some reorganization going on in that group. And we see Jannard might be a little more reckless and it's going to be a problem. It's going to be a problem. The loyalty probably still going to be there, of course. But I'm saying the way how Jannard want to run things in Diamond, it's probably going to be a little issue 
in with going on in the season. So after things calm down and Jannard tells him, you know, lay him low, lay him low, Diamond and uh, Tommy take a walk. They get rolled on. As soon as they turn a corner, bags over their head, put in the back of the car. They go to the warehouse and the girl takes the bags off their head and we see it's old beef. They demand them to get out there, still wait. They got three hours. Like, what the fuck? Three hours? And we already, I already see early on that Diamond is going to be my, one of my favorite characters off the show. He's going to be one of my favorite characters. And <clears throat> he, um, he like loyal already because he like, look, we came in here together. I get out here and do what you got to do, what we got to do and get this money off. But I'm not leaving without him. We came together. So we see that Day Crew is from Roja. Roja, shout out to Jay Moore Reviews. He does the same thing I do on YouTube. He is playing uh, the character of Roja, who was locked up in prison in episode one when Diamond was walking out and he was like, let him get real comfortable, then we'll roll up. We find out that... Um, we find out later what's going on with that is that diamond put him in a wheelchair and you know he calling moves from the inside and this is his crew so um shout out to jmo that's that's a really big deal like shout shout out to you my brother straight up that's that's dope that's dope you've been doing power reviews for years so i just want to do a special shout out to you that's super super dope so he is the character who's calling the shots from the inside and that was his crew who kidnapped them that's roja so they um they leave and we also go back to Vic. He meets up with Claudia. She tells him that she seen some lady last week. So it doesn't really go into detail, but we can tell by the way how he acted. This is probably somebody that his family wants him to marry or be with. Like they probably chose the ch the chick who you know full blooded Irish and you know this will be a good wife and a good look for the business and. She also knows that he loves Gloria because she like, you know, Gloria, I love her, but, you know, dad is not going for it. And she also tells him about the new chemical solution that she wants to start moving. And he like, you know, dad ain't going to go for that. So they both got stuff that they working on. She want to start moving this new product. She might be like the best thing. She knows how to move the business, but her dad don't want her doing it. He wants to be with Gloria. Uh, Mr. Flynn wants a Flynn he ain't feeling that so they both got things that they're trying to do but pops ain't he ain't with it he old school so <clears throat> she wants to start moving that new product that when she did when she was with old girl at the club it gave her a whole new high and she like what we doing is outdated so we go into the next scene and we got the new dynamic of Tommy and Ghost <laughs> they out on the town we see, you know what I'm saying? It's hot, baby. It's hot out in the street. It's been 37 shootings in the last weekend. You got helicopters flying and you got police everywhere. And uh, we get the backstory more on J-Mo's character. Shout out to J-Mo. J-Mo reviews. Uh, he does power book, all the power reviews as well. And that is his character that was in episode one. So shout out to him. Um they uh we find out that he did put him in a wheelchair and that's where all this old beef is stemming from and that was his crew so they decide to work together 
um, Diamond and Tommy. And he also makes calls to uh, Roja. He makes calls to his crew to grab Jannar, to put pressure on Diamond to let him know, like, this is serious because they got to get that money to the cartel. They owe money to the cartel and it has to be in that night. And with all of the police out there like that, it's too hot for them to get out there. So that's why they put them out on the street and they got to make it move and I put pressure and let them know that we ain't playing games with y'all. They grabbed Jannar and that's Diamond baby brother. So we go into the next scene and Tommy, he gets out to make some drops diamond. You know, he circles the blocks while, you know, Tommy is going in each place doing his thing and they dip off after the first transaction. They start trading dope boy stories, war stories, and how the game and change. They talking about that. They take a liking into each other and we see that they do get the call that they got Jannard. So pressure is on and time is moving. So Tommy, he goes in to make another drop, like in the back of a restaurant, and he taking a while. So Diamond, he gets out and he goes to check things out. So he's acting like he's in there buying some stuff, just making sure everything cool. And we get into the next scene, and Claudia and Vic, they both talk to their father. Claudia tries to tell her father, about what they're selling is outdated and it's new product out there. And shit, Walter Flynn tells Miss Claudia, like, look, why do you insist on going in rooms that you are not invited to? Run the fucking books. <laughs> He's a good actor. He is a really good actor. And, you know, Vic don't really say too much. So we see basically... He, he's old school. He wants her to stay in a woman's place. It is what it is. That's how the old school gangsters was. You had certain women who was in the game, of course. But that's how the old school men, they, they ran their shit a certain way. It is what it is. So <clears throat> we go into the next scene. And Tommy is going in for all of the drops. Diamond is staying in the car. But child... When Tommy did this drop and like this look, was this like a look crack house or something? <laughs> when dude took a sample of that shit, he passed out. I damn near passed out watching it. I'm like, this is a fiend. Like <laughs> he passed the fuck out. Tommy, like you fucking mutt. He gets to go out of the pocket grabbing the rolls of money, but hey, he got the money right. So he takes the money out of his pocket. And while he's doing that, Diamond is in the car. Then we get this bitch-ass cop, over-eager racist cocksucker motherfucker, pull up on Diamond, doing the most. But Diamond handled that. You know, he been locked up for years. He been in the game. He know how they is. So he like, I ain't moving. I'm keeping my hands on the stern wheel. You ain't finna get no uncertain movement out of me. But when Tommy come out, it's all good. Oh, hey, bro. Hey, bro, this is your car, bro. Like, you're such a bitch ass now. <sighs> anyway, so, you know what I'm saying? Tommy kind of gets stuff straight. And, you know, Tommy got all those fake IDs and everything in his name. So, everything checks out and they take off. So, we get into the next scene. And they take the money to Roja's crew. Now, when they get there... You got to move move lightly because it's red dots everywhere. They got them pistols ready to let loose. And they got them red dots right on them. 
look like um Janard even got a little black eye going on there. So they get they get the money and they get the fuck out of there. And Diamond, he tells Tommy's like when they get situated and he give Tommy his cut, he like, I ain't stupid. I I know what you're doing. You clock in my city. Tommy, like, is that gonna be a problem? I know. We see how things move. So we um go into the next scene and Tommy goes to grandma's house where him and his brother they uh talk they bond a little bit more talking about the past and they pull up his brother pulls up an old videotape that was recorded March 14th 1985 and he puts the VHS tape in and he like now nah, I know who she is and we see a young Kate and a young Tommy so we find out why his brother is telling him like i i have a son um i haven't seen him he's 16 i haven't seen him in 14 years when i came out the closet his mama kept him away from me so this is gonna be interesting because if you go back to the beginning of the episode it shows well, okay, listen, it showed his son why he was talking about him. His son is one of the young boys out there getting busy. And when he goes and takes that gun back to that box, that was the same gun that was the shootout at the shootout at the beginning of the episode. He shot up that damn bar. So his son is out there getting busy. He got a picture of his dad in that box. And that's going to be Tommy Nephew. This shit about the, oh my God, this is about to be fire. I cannot wait when he find out that's his nephew. And then, you know what I'm saying? We don't know. Did he know that was his dad's shop? We don't know. But he had a picture of his pop. So this is about to be, this is about to be fire. But that's his nephew. And he in the streets. And Tommy, his uncle. Woo. And we know how Tommy care about family. And when he find out his that his uh, nephew get busy, yeah, yeah, it's gonna be fire. So <laughs> we get to the next scene. <laughs> oh God, <laughs> baby, <laughs> we got Tommy being Tommy. He the kidnapped them same motherfuckers who kidnapped them. <laughs> Straight Canaan Stark style in the back of the trunk. He texting Gloria asking if he can come by. She texts right back, like, sure, I'm here. I got my little hair pinned up for you. Shit. <laughs> it's Tommy being Tommy. I fucking love you, Tommy, man. You hear the girl who was talking all the stuff. Time I get this money in three hours. You see old boy with his little silk shirt. Time you got a piece of that. He wiping a little blood off. And you hear them, let me out of here. I'm going to kill you, motherfucker. <laughs> Tommy, he hit that cigarette. Pour that drink out. Set that motherfucker on fire. That's the Tommy we love. That's the Tommy we love. That's the Tommy we love. Whew. He makes a trip to that barbershop. Weigh that little piece of the shirt. You got Jannard and little dude standing there like, what the fuck? He done took out some Aroha crew. And Diamond just looking like, yeah, that's what's up. <laughs> that's what's up. 
who by God, Tommy. They had it coming. You don't just kidnap anybody. You don't know who you're fucking with. So, Tommy makes a trip to the bar and has a little drink with Miss Glow. She got her hair picked up, looking all cute. And, you know, they having a whole vibe. But look who is watching from the outside. Vic Flynn. And he is not too happy about it. He like, when he see Tommy, he like, what this motherfucker? Man, he see them kissing all. Because she she tried to tell him, like, I think, you know, it is something. He like, it's always somebody else. Tommy takes charge. He gives her a kiss. I'm like, okay. All right, I, I might like him and Gloria together. It's going to be interesting because uh, we see Vic loves Gloria. So this is going to be very, very, very interesting. So we go into the next scene and we see Tommy goes and he buys a new crib. He gets that new loft. Yeah, I know Tommy loves his lofts. He had one in New York. It's very similar. He throws the dude a bankroll. He gets to talking like, my memory is... And he throws him another bankroll. Like, look, buy a new toothbrush. Get the fuck out. He goes into that loft. And it's very similar to his old one. He pulls out a map of the city and gets the clock and checking things out. Putting the plan together. So he busts in on Liliana again. Now, Liliana, shit, she wasn't going down easy. Liliana was putting up a fight to be messing with Tommy. She was putting up a fight, but he was beating that ass. And when he uh, almost stomps her, he stomps a hole into the wall. And we see Liliana still that same hustler because, you know what I'm saying, she was, I want to say she was messing with Julio. Or if she wasn't messing with Julio, she was right under him, like under his like little crew. Because, you know, Julio had his crew. Tommy had his. Everybody had their own. Uh, Julio was one of my favorite characters from the original Power. But Julio gave her the money to go to Chicago. So we see she was a hustler. But we see she's still moving. It like she's moving for the cartel because we seen a little car on the, on, the, on, the, on, the, on, the, on the product. You know what I'm saying? She's still moving weight. She's still moving at cocaina. She got the little card on there and everything. So he like, what the fuck? It's nice to meet old friends. And it goes off. And in the trailer, it looked like they about to start working together. So he ain't kill Liliana. He ain't kill Liliana. But Liliana that got kind of ballsy. I have to say, for her to be fighting Tommy, she did not go down easy. Got to give her props. Gotta give her props. Liliana then got Bozzy, and she still got that damn scar on her face. So I do want to read this. This is off of 56 IG. He said, Power Book 4 Force sets premier rating records for stars exclusive. The third spinoff in the franchise had a first night audience bigger than Showtime's Dexter, New Blood, and HBO's White Lotus. Man, shout out to Greenlight Gang. And we see. We see 50 ain't playing and he got way more to come. He got way more to come. He got the murder was the case. We got the whole power franchise. We got the BMF. We got the Flores Brothers. 50 is not here to play. Shout out the fifth. Shout out the fifth. I'm sending you my script, fifth. I'm sending you my script. We I'm manifesting that shit. <laughs> so let me um let me play the trailer and I'm gonna play my sleeper and get you guys out of here. I hope you guys enjoyed my recap. This episode was fire. All right, so here's the trailer for uh, Power Book uh, for Force 
episode three, title gonna be titled uh, Firestarter. Here we go. I could either kill you or we could work together. I'm always on the side of money. What do you know about the Flynn family? A little over the top. I've got some that'll kick your teeth in a thousand times over. Sounds fun. I don't say no in this real money to be made. Okay. This is all kinds of wrong. I'm not used to people not following my orders. Good thing I ain't your people. Oh yeah, it's gonna be fire. It look like um Tommy, he gonna link up with uh Liliana and the whole you know, the old crew gonna be back together. They're gonna be out there making moves. And it looks like Claudia is gonna meet Tommy next episode. And it looks like uh Mr. Flynn and Tommy is gonna have an interaction as well. And it also made it look like Tommy was doing some business with uh Vic as well. So next episode probably gonna be straight fire. I'm gonna probably gonna rate it a 10 as well. So <laughs> yeah, shout out to the whole power universe. Y'all know we support it over here. And let's just keep it straight. Power and let me play my sleeper. And uh, we out of here. Y'all know uh, when I play my sleeper, I like to shout out where I got the idea from. Shout out to one of the pod fathers, Mr. Joe Button. Here I come, y'all. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. What y'all know about this? What y'all know about this? Hey, you know where the niggas be at, right? Boom. 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 Same shit, old Mac, new clip, 32 hollow tips, gloves, no rubber grip. 
I'm a boss. The niggas never show no respect. I catch them slipping. I have them tongue kissing my tech. Come test me, pussy boy. Don't try it. Police response. Never fast enough to shots fired. Don't be stupid. Find out who you fucking with, son. For we find out where your bitch get a hand nail done. It's elementary. Life is but a dream. You know, roll, roll, your boat. Your blood forms a stream. After you get hit, you should have thought about the shit. You took that paper. Had to just play some old 50 cent. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so on that note, thank you guys for tuning in. I hope you guys enjoyed the pod today. I want to tell you guys to have a beautiful day. If you're getting out, going somewhere, watching a game, be safe. Enjoy your day. Enjoy your week. I'm sending positive vibes, positive energy. I love you guys to the fullest. Shout out to my podcast family. Thank you always for your support. Um, I do have episodes coming. They're coming a little slower because your girl been in her writing bag and I cannot wait to share it with you guys, share my journey, share my, you know, my plan for the novel, um, share what I want to do with it, which I might need some help from you guys. So, you know, stay tuned, stay tuned. It's, um, if it's in a good Lord's will, you guys know I'm a, a woman of faith. So, um, I hope you guys enjoy your day. Enjoy your week. I'll be back on thursday and we will recap queens uh might do a special pop-up if i'm in the mood to drop you know get on the mic and talk about something we'll see but uh probably won't be back on the thursday but if you need to hit me up you know what the social media is i'm boring on there you guys know i don't post nothing if it ain't about the pod but i always got my dms and inbox open so you can hit me up on that note it's your girl shanice and i'm out Hope you enjoyed the show with your girl, Shanice.